Young Adults, Delaying Marriage, The Trends and the Consequences, by Jason S. Carroll, Ph.D., Professor in the School of Family Life, Brigham Young University. We learn from The Family, a Proclamation to the World, that marriage between a man and a woman is ordained of God and that the family is central to the Creator's plan for the eternal destiny of His children. Unfortunately, the priority of marriage is declining in society as more people view it as simply a couple relationship or a personal life choice, rather than a divine institution created by God for our eternal progression and happiness. Over the past few decades, the age of marriage has been rising in every region of the world for both women and men. In many developed nations, we're approaching the point where more than half of marriages will occur after age 30. In social science circles, this pattern of delaying marriage is typically viewed as progress and talked about positively. However, it is resulting in some troubling trends in coupling patterns and family stability, challenging the assumption that delayed marriage is always a positive thing. Perhaps most importantly, the increase in age of marriage across the world has been associated with a rising number of children being born outside of the bonds of marriage. And couples who are not married and have a child in their 20s are three times more likely to break up before their child's fifth birthday than are married couples. Several of the key arguments in favor of intentionally delaying marriage are paradoxical. A paradox is a proposition which, despite apparently sound reasoning from acceptable premises, leads to a conclusion that seems logically unacceptable or self-contradictory. These marriage preparation paradoxes are like turning a jar lid the wrong direction. You may believe you're trying to loosen the lid to get what you want, but you're actually turning it the wrong way and making the lid tighter. Most of those who engage in the marriage preparation paradoxes that I will mention are not doing so as part of the abandonment of marriage, but because they believe these actions will actually strengthen their future marriages. The Book of Mormon warns against this type of paradoxical logic, saying there will be those that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. 2 Nephi chapter 15, verse 20. Thus, as a result of such paradoxical logic, many young adults are intentionally delaying marriage and are preparing for marriage in ways that are actually producing the opposite of what they intend. Following are three prevalent marriage preparation paradoxes that are widely embraced across the world. 1. The Cohabitation Paradox One common marriage preparation paradox is the cohabitation paradox. Many young people are attracted to cohabitation prior to marriage because they believe that it acts as a test drive. It is supposedly a way to lessen the risk and chance of divorce. In fact, many of our best and brightest minds in the social sciences back in the 1980s were claiming that we would see a huge reduction in the divorce rate because of the increase in cohabitation. They believed cohabitation would act as a sort of Darwinian survival of the fittest mechanism that would weed out the weak relationships and only the strongest would survive into marriage, and divorce rates would thereby decline. This line of thinking is widely believed to be logical. On the surface, the test drive idea sounds quite logical. You wouldn't buy a car without test driving it, right? But that principle doesn't apply to marriage, and it doesn't fit the Lord's pattern. The Lord has made it clear where He stands on this issue. As the Apostle Paul said, It is the will of God that ye should abstain from fornication. 
1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3, see also 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 18, Alma 39 verse 5. The Lord's wisdom is greater than that of the world. As a second witness of this truth, over 30 years of studies have shown that the opposite of what researchers had anticipated is true. Cohabitation before marriage has historically been associated with greater odds of divorce. And while some of the newer studies show that there may be a weakening of this association, no study to date has ever shown cohabitation to act as a buffer against divorce. The numbers demonstrate that despite cohabitation in the name of strengthening a relationship, happiness in family life is most likely to be achieved when founded upon the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. 2. The Sowing Wild Oats Paradox A second paradox is the Sowing Wild Oats Paradox. In my research on young adults, I have often heard many say that the young adult stage of life is the time to experiment sexually and to eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. See 2 Nephi chapter 28, verse 7. After all, don't you need to get this out of your system? The claim is that such an approach is supposed to help people be ready eventually to settle down in marriage. But a growing body of evidence shows us that quite the opposite is happening. What we see is that such patterns do not get promiscuity out of your system, but rather they get unchaste attitudes and behaviors into one's system, which doesn't help anyone want to settle down. Dozens of studies have shown that those with higher patterns of sexual promiscuity and more sexual partners actually have a higher likelihood of divorce, not lower, when they marry. Again, a paradox. The apparent logic doesn't fit and doesn't work. The sexual chemistry paradox is an extension of this distorted way of thinking, this is the belief that one needs to test sexual chemistry within a relationship, that the couple shouldn't move to later stages of commitment until they've tested and made sure that the chemistry is a strong and compatible part of their relationship. Again, the research shows that a pattern of sexual restraint, keeping sexual relations within the full commitment of marriage, creates patterns where we see higher quality marriages and less risk of these relationships dissolving. Sidebar Defending the Lord's Plan, Bonnie L. Oscarson, Young Women General President. We need to boldly defend the Lord's revealed doctrines describing marriage, families, the divine roles of men and women, and the importance of home as sacred places, even when the world is shouting in our ears that these principles are outdated, limiting, or no longer relevant. If it is the Lord's plan, it should also be our plan. Bonnie L. Oscarson, Young Women General President, Defenders of the Family Proclamation, Ensign, May 2015, page 15. 3. The Older is Better Paradox All of this can be tied together in the Older is Better Paradox. Too many young people today are growing up with the view that marriage is a transition of loss rather than a transition of gain. Because of this, they see their young adult years as a time to focus on themselves, to get ahead before getting wed. A number of years ago, I worked as a visiting scholar for the National Healthy Marriage Resource Center in Oklahoma, USA. We conducted focus groups all across the country. In these focus groups, the 20-somethings frequently talked about how marriage would ultimately take things away from them. They said they would be losing things like freedom and individuality and failed to realize how marriage can be a transition of gain. 
In short, they widely believe that marriage takes more than it gives. The interesting contrast is that we also interviewed 20-something married couples, and they consistently talked about all the benefits that had come into their lives because of being married. Dozens of studies have documented the emotional, physical, economic, and sexual benefits that lasting marriage brings to individuals and society as a whole. The Apostle Paul has taught what you and I have to gain from marriage. Neither is the man without the woman, neither the woman without the man in the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 11. God made man and woman to complement each other. See Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. He created us to bless, help, and learn from one another in our quest for perfection. He doesn't expect us to become perfect before we get married in order to have a successful marriage. In fact, expecting perfection in oneself or a future spouse sets a marriage up for struggle. President Dieter F. Uchtdorf, second counselor in the First Presidency, has taught, Since you won't find perfection in your partner, and your partner won't find it in you, your only chance at perfection is in creating perfection together. Rather than selecting arbitrary ages of when marriages will be most successful, we need to start teaching and fostering a culture of real maturation and marriage readiness and teach the real foundational factors that we know to be the key elements of successful marriages. Religious faith, commitment, relationship skills, healthy sexuality, and personal maturity have proven to be some of these foundational factors. When young people have come to understand and develop these skills, that is the time they ought to move forward with marriage. Sidebar. The Adversary Single Purpose. President Boyd K. Packer, President of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. The single purpose of Lucifer is to oppose the great plan of happiness, to corrupt the purest, most beautiful, and appealing experiences of life, romance, love, marriage, and parenthood. See 2 Nephi chapter 2, verse 18, 2 Nephi chapter 28, verse 20. President Boyd K. Packer, President of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, for time and all eternity, Ensign November 1933, page 21. Marriage Foregone Finally, in addition to these paradoxes, we are seeing the foregoing of marriage altogether for a growing segment of society rather than just a delay of it. That's a dramatic social change with implications not only for one's personal spiritual progress, but also for society and the economy. The Doctrine and Covenants teaches us that temple marriage is necessary to receive exaltation. In the celestial glory there are three heavens or degrees, and in order to obtain the highest, a man and a woman must enter into this order of the priesthood, meaning the new and everlasting covenant of marriage. Doctrine and Covenants section 131 verses 1 and 2. See also section 49 verses 15 through 16. Thus, as the Lord's pattern for the family is altered and marriage is redefined or abandoned altogether, we're starting to see patterns of family instability and decreased child well-being. As the wisdom of the world calls evil good and good evil, we would do well to look to the Lord's pattern for preparing for a righteous marriage and strengthening the family as the fundamental unit of society. An expanded version of this material can be found in The Family in America, a Journal of Public Policy. For additional information related to this article, see 20somethingmarriage.org.
Sidebar. Key Elements of Successful Marriages. Here are some resources for teaching foundational factors. Faith, humility, respect, selflessness that contribute to successful marriages. Refer also to page 29 of the Ensign. End of the article, Delaying Marriage, The Trends and the Consequences by Jason S. Carroll, Ph.D., read by David Shaw and Terrell Williams.